quick note before we start the show. Sorry for the delay, but we're lining up new guests and a partnership with the fine people at punknews.org and their network of podcasts. Look for new shows to begin soon, and thank you very much for your support. We really do appreciate it. Welcome to First World Problems, the podcast. Like the recording. <laughs> Episode number 18. I'm almost positive. Uh, if not, then it's 19 or 17. I am one of your co-hosts, Ray Harkins. With you, as always, are the other two awesome dudes that do this. Joey Cahill. Cahill. Cahill, <laughs> comma, Joey. Hello. Arnold, comma, Scott. Hello. And we have with us, off mic, but obviously here in person and in spirit and in engineering technology, Mr. Corey Finneran. He is uh, helping us out. And he, uh, Scott, do you want to plug his various efforts? This podcast called Ivy Envy. What's that about, Scott? Uh, the Cubs. There you go. <laughs> um, and you can find him on Twitter at that Corey cool. underscore James. Yes, exactly. Where does James come from? Middle name? Okay. Yeah, Ivy name. Envy. I get it. Yeah. Yes. That's I, a great name. Very clever. What's the baseball? What's it called? What, Wrigley Field? Wrigley Field. That's, that's a very good name. <laughs> Scott, have you ever been to Wrigley Field, Scott? No. no. Oh, it's a great game. Joey and I saw a game in 2009? No, that was like 2006. Burning burning fight? Not 2006. You're drunk. 2008? I don't know. Eight may be true. Um, I've been to two games there. Yeah, I've been to a few there too. Great, great stadium. There's a pizza place right by it that's really good. I can't. Oh, oh, yeah, the pizza slice is like as big as my hand. No, like. Or as big as my. Giant? (laughs) As big as my child, maybe? Yes. Okay. You have a child? Yeah. I never hear you talk about it. I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. I never hear you talk about your dogs. I love my dogs. I love talking I lo- about them. I love talking about my child. Good. Scott, can you please stop using Instagram for one moment? <laughs> no, it's going to come up on path. I got a stupid path notification. Oh, man. Who uses path? Didn't it get bought out? I can't figure out how to delete you from my path. Me? Both of you. Oh. Why do you still use path? My mom uses it. But Scott, oh. didn't it get bought out? Or isn't it talking about doing an IPO? No. Really? No, I thought I read something about it. Anyways. Did, did you hear about the J- Jimmy World's uh, contest with the National on yeah. Instagram? They want more followers than the National by reading and leads, right? It's going to be close. It'll be close. Jimmy World has like 1,400. The I'd National be- has like 32,000. So Ooh, That's rough. Anyways, we're doing... On Instagram? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're doing this episode a little differently. We do not have a special guest. Uh, a special guest. In- we don't have a special guest on mic. Right. We have a special guest engineering-wise, but uh, not actually interviewing. So uh, you're going to have to listen to us boring people. Actually, no, we're not boring. We're fucking awesome, right? That's why yes. people listen to us in the first place. Fuck our guests. Right. They don't even bring anything to the table. We're just going to do this from here on out. Callie, my dog, will be the permanent yeah, guest. You'll hear it's stupid-ass barking. Yeah. You can bring. You know who dogs. doesn't bark? My dogs. They just fart. They do fart. <laughs> they could fart on mic. <laughs> and maybe we could introduce the uh, 4D technology that Spy Kids is going to be using. S- smell-o-vision. Yeah, aromatherapy. Ar- <laughs> aromatherapy. <laughs> Scott, how's your phone doing down there? That's, it's really nice to do a podcast with a person who's obviously just very into it. Are you looking up your quick hit, Scott? No. <laughs> so you have your quick hit ready? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Go. We're not, it hasn't been introduced yet. Quick hits. Fucking A. <laughs> Scott, go. Yeah, let's move on to the quick hit section. No business? No. Uh, well, I guess we could do business. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we. Well, I think we should focus on... What are you thinking? <laughs> no, should... that's one of my quick hits. I'm going to save that one. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about the the 
possibility of us having a website at some point well, in the future. Well, my quick it was going to be our lack of a website. Oh, okay. But that, we can talk about that now. That's good. Remember how we every week, like, hey, check out our new website at fwppodcast.com. It exists. And he's like, well, cool, a blank page that looks like a Tumblr. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. No. It's not blank. I don't look at it. Let's it, go look at it. Well, it's promoting the episode that we did with Billy from Silverstein, which was, I think, three episodes ago, possibly. Yeah, just got a pain in the ass to update. Right. <laughs> well, then don't talk about it all the time, Scott. I, believe me, I don't talk about it. Every episode. That's that's nice. I oh, like yeah. I like the tone of voice there, too. Believe me, I don't talk about it. Scott, are you? Are, is this your way of saying that you don't want to do the but podcast wait, I, anymore? I thought it was... A Tumblr, and I'm just confused. Why? Where's my? <laughs> this is horseshit. <laughs> Anyways, at some point in the future, at an undisclosed time, we will have. We've we've done it occasionally, where we've had by 2013, the world will be over. By yeah, now. it's pointless. Joey, maybe you should see what I did there. Yeah, <laughs> Joey, I'll, I actually, you know what you should do? You should log. You should just do it. Just take care of it. Just make it look like a Tumblr. Use one of the themes, and no. just figure it out. I can do that. It's not going to stream anything because I don't know how to do that. It's fine. We can. You and I can figure that out because Scott clearly has given up. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Get off your goddamn phone. Seriously. Is your quick at your phone? You complain about Joey being on his phone all the time. I'm orchestrating things, gentlemen. Oh jeez, he's like, "Hey, Chris, what are you doing for dinner? <laughs> hey, do you want to meet here for dinner?" <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. You should talk about Ray's voice as he does. <laughs> that's, that's the only voice I do for you, Scott. Actually, Joey doesn't even have a voice because I don't really make fun of you. Yeah. Well, your voice is your dog, your child. That's true. It's Michael. Uh, yeah. yeah. Occasionally. Michael does it too. It's a very similar voice. Michael Hellfish? Kiter. He does the same voice? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I learned that from him. I think he did. You no. learned it by watching him? Probably. So anyways... The whole point of that conversation was you should visit our website. You should also like us on Facebook. It's very true. It's kind of embarrassing. Well, we've got more likes than other crappy podcasts that are out there. Okay. Yeah. But you should definitely check us out. First World Problems on Facebook, and you'll be able to find, I don't know, some stuff on there. We yeah. post we post updates occasionally. Um, if we have more likes, maybe we'll do it more often. Yeah, it's true. We'll do some contests. Joey will give away like 13 test presses. <laughs> Scott will give away Get some of his... Get a change test press. <laughs> Scott will give away some of his books in his uh, massive library. He'll give you some own uh, old coding books. Mm-hmm. What What are you going to give? Donate well, one book, one old book. Um, I don't know. Really? You've got no old books? I have a ton of old books. I don't know what to do with them. I, I'm I giving say, you an avenue. I say burn them. <laughs> All right, it well, worked for your hero. Moving on, we'll p- who's my hero? <laughs> no one. We'll we'll pick out a book. <laughs> who's my hero? <laughs> no one. Uh, moving on. Yeah, moving on. We'll go to our quick hit section. Scott, what's your quick hit, dude? My quick hit. He gets all serious. You know something nerdy. It's I know n- it is nerdy, but it's not serious. Actually, before we do quick hits, I want to do updates on what on just random stuff because there's stuff that I. Because this show is not only a service to people that listen to us, but to myself as well. Because there's stuff that you guys have exposed me to that I wouldn't have ever checked out, or stuff that our guests have exposed us to. Scott, I'm using a safety razor, and it's spectacular. I don't shave, so... I know. Joey can't really speak about that. Are you still enjoying it? Um, I'm having a hard time finding the sweet spot. Okay. Because I know... 
you can't do it. Well, you can do it every day, supposedly. But it, it's really dependent on your face. On your grain. Way. Yeah, the way... That's what they say on Badger and Blade. I know, the grain. Sh- shout out to my boys on Badger and Blade. You, you've never posted on there. Twice. Right. When you first signed up for it. Um. Anyway, I've been waiting too long, so it becomes painful. Oh, that sucks. I've been cutting myself. That's not good. And one of the problems is that what I've read is that you're supposed to keep... You can keep taking passes on your skin as long as you feel tension. Sure. When you're pulling the blade. Yep. But as you pull your skin tighter and tighter, there's always going to be something there as you... Probably, yeah. Especially if you're going against the grain. Right. So I wind up like getting really, really tight and then it's just... Uh, it's a mess. Yeah. So I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I have a new strategy planned out. Do you shave every day though? No. Okay. Yeah, I wait like three days. Yeah. I right. wait like nine years. Right. And then you tell your mom. But then you just use an electric razor, right, to shave it down. Then you shave. I mean, if you decide to shave. Uh, Oh yeah, I'll never be. Shaving sucks. It's a waste of time. I can choose an electric razor. Clean up. Yeah. Back to the beard. I feel. I feel like me doing this is some semblance of being an adult. That's the only thing. Shaving. Yeah. Like that's the only thing that makes me feel. I guess the only thing. Real adults have beards. Would you ever get, um, like laser hair removal? Yes. On my face? Yeah. Um, have you seen my beautiful beard? No okay. way in hell. For whatever reason, you didn't want it. Or maybe you had a hair growing like here. Oh, Just one hair? Hey, hey, what's on the phone? Tell me. Update me. How's life? Continue talking about your... Uh... Okay. Hypothetically, you had a hair growing right here. Would you get it laser removed? No, I can just shave it when it grows. But just one hair? I would probably... I, I would get my face electrolysis immediately if I didn't have to shave again in my life. Okay. You Would you? I don't know. I hear it's painful. And doesn't... I, that doesn't matter to me. I, you didn't ask that question. Okay. I, mean, I hear it's painful and it's not always successful. Yeah. But, I mean, if the process, in theory, was... I just befriended Corey on Twitter. How long do you think before he friends me back? <laughs> <laughs> and do you think he will? No. You're blocked. <laughs> okay. I would get my face electrolysis immediately. Scott, would you do that? Provided that the process is obviously flawless. Yeah, totally. Okay. You'd make a lot of people happy in my life. Yeah. Um, so that's a random update. Oh, there's one other one. Oh yeah, Mike Minnick scalped the comic book that he recommended. I have purchased like the first book or whatever, which is I think like five issues. That's very enjoyable. Mike definitely hit the nail on the head as far as saying it's like The Departed meets other shit that he said, but I forget <laughs> at the time. But uh, yeah, it's a good book. So thank you, Mike. I appreciate the recommendation. You've read it also, Scott, right? Yeah. Where are you at? I I mean. You haven't kept up with it. Weeks now, been busy, Um, but I did listen to the "Curl Up and Die" record a couple days ago. Oh, you were inspired. Mm -hmm. Nice. I don't know why it came on, but because you were listening to an audio is one that went one like. Oh yeah, the "We Are All Dead." Yeah, that's that's my favorite. That was your favorite song, and I never knew I never knew any of the words, but I could always like. There's the rhythm in his vocals that I always. Yeah, I still memorize them yeah sing along in your bedroom <laughs> do either of you have any updates that you've uh randomly uh i can't remember okay any of our previous or recent quick hits um <clears throat> my my wake mate's working for like a week in a row do you, do you still use it yeah man what about all those other ones we were trading links on the uh last week those oh are yeah crazy there's one the the idea is that all these contraptions measure your sleep 
and there's like headband. I mean, there's so much shit. It's yeah. a market that I obviously didn't know existed. From what I understand, though, there's applications that use your smartphone's accelerometer, which it measures the up downness mm-hmm. throughout the night. That doesn't make sense. Anyway. <laughs> the up downness is no. that a technical term? The amount that it moves. Oh, so if it moves up, you know, quarter inch. So you strap the phone to your head. No, you just put it under, tape. You put it under your pillow, and it, it can measure. Oh, the, the tosses and turns. Yeah, interesting. And it's like a two dollars. I wonder if you use two pillows, if that makes a difference. Because that's what I use. Sounds like it ruin the or drain the battery. Oh yeah, probably have to keep it plugged in. Plugged in. And they'd probably give you cancer right immediately yeah. after. Yeah, exactly. I do have an update that I just thought of. It goes way back. Delve way back. Uh, back on the best of 2010. <laughs> Yeah, episode like six or five. Yeah, way back, Jeremy talked about uh, a record by Tokyo Police Club called Champ, and I went and listened to it, and it is now in constant rotation because that record is. It's fantastic. a good record. I would agree. I Jeremy inspired me to listen to that record. I don't know if I would say constant rotation for myself, but that, it's good. That first song. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, way more, way more than I ever thought I would ever yeah, be into that band. Exactly. Yeah. So, that is all. Good. That's all I remember. I think I think that's the updates are good because otherwise they just these things live in a bubble and we never yeah. know if we actually like them or not. I still don't use a mechanical pencil. Yeah, you know. <laughs> do you ever have to write throughout the day? Yes, I do have to write. What but he uses pen? pens. Cool. Yeah, I still don't use graph paper, but you know, maybe one day <laughs> I'll keep you posted, Scott. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. All right, quick hit, Scott. We interrupted your quick hit. What is it? I forget the name of it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. It's a yeah. good start. All right. Here you go. There's a business in London called Berg. B-E-R-G. And they're... <laughs> Don't let us get in the way of your drinking. They Scott, have Scott a, has a drinking problem. They have a technology practice which involves them consulting with newspapers, school systems, whatever. They build a bunch of cool products. Okay. And... They've taken the first step to build their own internal products, which is a comic book. But because they're a technology company, it can't just be a simple paper comic book. Sure. And what it is, is it's printed with translucent ink, which is dependent on UV light to be exposed. Okay. So I haven't got it yet. I ordered it the other day. It's like 30 bucks from London. But I guess you can take one pass through the book and get one part of the story. And then it comes with a little light. And then as you shine that light through the book and read it again, you get like a whole nother part. Is it like a choose your own adventure story? It's not. (sighs) That'd be pretty cool. Thanks though. Scott. Yeah. You know what I like about your, your quick hits? No. It's always things that you haven't tried yet. Constantly. It's yeah, but I always try them and I always update you. I know. I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's just funny. Actually. Yeah. Scott called SVK. Okay. Scott should definitely be, hey, here's a preview of something I may enjoy in the future. Here's a, here's a preview of a, uh, of a quick hit in the future. <laughs> I have another one, too, that I have tried. Oh. But I'm still finding it. So okay. come back to me for round two. <laughs> Since there's no guest, I'll be the guest. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> but I'll come back. This, uh, this if, also, you ha- if you know what it is now, then tell us. What, don't keep us on the edge of our seats, Scott. This is also an indication. Right, I'm showing everyone the comic book. This is great for the listeners at home. Okay. <laughs> the author is Warren Ellis, who's supposed to be a... A real important comic book guy. I've heard of his name before. Okay. But that I, I can't reference what he's done. So yeah, 10 euro, 
10 pounds, isn't that? British, yeah, British pounds, sterling. All right. Plus, What's, plus shipping. Yeah, shipping. Invisible ink must be pretty expensive. hi <laughs> Do you have another quicket, or are we moving on? Um, he still this doesn't... can either go in the Scott text editor part. We'll save it. For we'll Scott's... save that for later. Uh, for those wondering, there's a new feature on the show of Scott's Nerd Minute, where he just talks about dorky-ass shit. Mm-hmm. And we can't interrupt him or make fun of him. We need to think of a uh, alliteration, like how Ray's regrets is RR. Yeah. When you think of Scott's, I don't know. Scott's sleep time. It- <laughs> <laughs> that would be our sleep time, Scott. S- yeah. If you have any suggestions, email to fwppodcast at gmail.com. We actually have got some emails from people. People just love suggesting, like, hey, get these people on the show, which is cool because... But they're all lame people. <laughs> no, well... I don't know what you define as lame, Scott. Oh, we should talk about chess for a while. Yeah, we can't talk oh, about that. Fuck. Do you play chess? Uh, not in a while. I enjoy chess. Mm-hmm. Chess but, is good. Yeah. I haven't ordered a timer yet, Scott, but I will. I'm going to get that $100 one. Are you really? Yeah. That's what they play with it at the coffee shop. Well, if you do, then we can be a part of it. There's a chess store. You're going to spend $100 on a timer? That's what he suggested to me, and I'm like, dude, pay Scott. $40 for it. It's cool. <laughs> Man. Anyway, so if yeah, if you have what a suggestion, mean, man? that's a lot <laughs> yeah, of money. Much, yeah, I spend a hundred dollars on a chess timer once in my life. You spend, tell me what I spend money on. <laughs> oh, tell me. <laughs> Where does he begin? Movies, Blu-rays. When was the last time I bought a movie? Tell me. Two weeks. I ago. bought Two Grit. That was the first movie in about two months. How come? Oh, there hasn't been a lot out. Tightening your belt a little bit. Joey's I'm not spending as frivolously on movies. Okay, needless to say, you have a wall of movies. Yes. Which is like, I don't know, 30 chess timers. <laughs> it's probably a lot more. Yeah, it's, it's probably a lot more. But um, I would say... Wait, I would, wait. I'm not done with your other collection. Let's go. Your records. Oh, that's fine. I'll that, spend every single dime I have on I know, records you're, you're, if I could. You're in a losing battle on that one, Scott. No, that's fine. I'm just, I just think $100 for a chess timer is a lot of money. And I think $50,000 on a vinyl collection is a lot of money. <laughs> we choose to spend our money differently. Over that's, and that's okay. How old am I? Over 15 years, though. It's I th- fine. I can use my chest timer forever. I'm Wait, gonna, but we should talk. shit out of that thing. <laughs> Wait. I, think- I have a hypothetical situation I'd like to set up. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's some contention in the room that I've never seen before. It's pretty impressive. All right, continue, Scott. God forbid there's an earthquake. Yes. The big but, one? Yeah. I'm going to ask this to both of you because it pertains to both of you. Um, yeah, the big one comes. I'm insured, so it's okay. Your vinyl collection burns down. Son of a bitch. Whether you're insured or not, do you do you rebuild? And why? And why not? Rebuild meaning... Do you start again? Everything is destroyed. Yeah. But you have all the MP3s. Yeah. I wouldn't stop collecting records. Okay. Ray? It, for me, it would probably... If it, were, if it were to happen when I was 75 years old, probably not. At that point, yeah. I would be so close to death that it wouldn't matter. But... If it happened next year, or if it happened till I was like, you know, even in half, even if it happened like right before I retired, then I would probably start again. But if it happened, yeah, well, let's say that the the tipping point would be seventy. That's when I would be like, you know I, what? I felt like this was a simple yes or no question, but no. Oh no, I, I'm thinking way into it because I could see Scott put some thought into this question. You're not burdened by your possessions at all. In what sense? Well, no, I'm always burdened by your possessions. <laughs> hey, man, I gotta move. 
When did you help me move? I just we oh, used, oh yeah. When right? did I help you move? How about twice in the last three months? <laughs> Asshole. Again. Don't have a truck. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> well, you have a large book collection that you've never got rid of. Everybody has their collections. My collection is slowly dwindling. Yeah, it's, I, it's converting to digital. Sure, I've gotten rid of a couple hundred records recently. Have you really? Yeah. How come? Because there's stuff I don't need. You got to trim the fat. CDs for me. I don't know, CDs oh, I'm, for I'm down to bare bones there. Yeah. You just have to figure out what's obviously important to you. I've got rid of probably like three, four hundred movies in the past couple of years. Did you get like a dollar a piece at Amoeba for them? I got. <laughs> Yeah, thirty cents. I try try bringing in VHSs to Amoeba, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool. Maybe if you turn in like four thousand, we'll give you a dollar." Yeah, selfish bastards. Yeah. Anyway, Scott, we'll move on to Joey's quick hit. What do you got? I have two. Hit it. One is something no one's maybe heard of. It's called the Grand Canyon. (laughs) It's in Arizona. I recommend checking it out. I have a funny story to tell about that. The Grand Canyon. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I just went there. And it was... Had you been there previously? I'd been very briefly, but this time I actually did the hiking and like went down to the Grand Canyon, and it was awesome. At a campsite as well. Yes, we went camping. Um, and I will repeat what I posted on Twitter. I learned one thing about the Grand Canyon. Germans love that place. There were more Germans there than anyone else, uh, and Americans are fat and lazy, and all they did was walk around the top and didn't do any hiking, but it was awesome. How long did you hike for? Uh, the first day we did a nine-mile hike, and the second day was a five-mile hike. Cool. Was it to a location, or was it just a loop? Uh, to a location. We It was like four and a half miles down, four and a half miles back up. Was it easier going down or up? I'll let you figure that one out. <laughs> well, <laughs> going if, down. if you talk to a hiking pro, a lot of people say it's harder on your knees to go down. Going down was tough because of like you had an angle, so Depends the way the- you had to... like. The grade, keep, I'm sure. So you're yeah. saying the question was valid. Oh, yeah, it is valid. It thank, was. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, but going up was much tougher because after yeah. four and a half miles and it's a hundred something degrees. Did you have a trail name? Did the trail we go on have a name? Did or you have a trail name? <laughs> Joey. Weeblow? Are you you're supposed to have a trail name? When you're establishing the community, you, you have a name. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Clearly, I'm not part of that community. Clearly. Is this also another uh, message board that you've joined that you've gleaned some wisdom from? Can't say it. Can't talk about it. But yeah, so that was fun. Uh, my other thing is a little more real. Well, well, that's pretty real. Real, but, you know. Not a national monument? Yeah. Is it that uh, Indian restaurant by your house? No, I haven't tried that yet. I went with you. Oh, that place. <laughs> well, there was one even closer to our house I thought you were talking about. <laughs> this was really good. I don't remember. To, oh, Samosa House. That's a, We'll give that a quick, quick hit. Samosa House, Culver City. Um, it's really good. Fantastic. All vegetarian Indian food. Uh, but my other quick hit is a little sandwich shop in Richmond, Virginia, where I was also recently called Garnett's. And you can check out their website at garnettscafe.com. But it's just a small little sandwich shop. And it's really good. Subs? No. Um, sandwiches. <laughs> like peanut butter and jelly? Uh, they do have a... when I, I got two sandwiches the last time I was there. And I, I got the uh, just like a California Club, which I always like getting avocado on the East Coast. That's Because it feels like a delicacy. Uh, and, it's just, and it just tastes different to n- me. It was amazing. Uh, it was really, really good. But then I also got the peanut butter sandwich that had like, a, I think like a homemade apple butter. 
That was very good. Would you compare that to like the like that witch witch place? You've been there. Yeah, it's but it's it's more like they mean, have it's like green old. leafy things, and it's not like a. I, mean, I don't want to call witch witch like fast food, but it's like sure. It's just like a. It looks kind of like a coffee house. Okay, like a, like old building, old tables. There's shit all over the walls. Sure, <laughs> like TGI Fridays. <laughs> There's a good amount of flair. <laughs> That's good. Um, apparently, I don't drink coffee, but from what I understand, the coffee there is amazing. Okay. Do you drink any coffee? I drink fufu coffee. Oh. Yeah, he, he has to have coffee disguised like I do. Yeah. Oh. I, I want to get into coffee, though. But I, th- I it's think a, it's it, a terrible journey. <laughs> I've, I've watched you. I've watched you struggle. Well, I think at some point, it's just like you hit that magical year where you're just like, I'm going to get into coffee. Like, that's your mission. All it just happens. I'll give you a, a pre a pre quick hit. Um, all I want so bad is one of those K cup things. I don't even know how to Keurig. Yeah, that's what we have upstairs. I want one so bad. What is it? It's just single cup coffee maker. You, you buy these little cartridges. You put it in oh. there. Ugh. Yeah, that's where he goes. Um, uh, Intelligentsia has like five of them. Okay, there. There's a new coffee place um, off. Anyway, by Ikea in Costa Mesa, California, called Portola. And they have a coffee machine called the, I think it's the OB, OBI. And it's a giant sphere, probably like a basketball and a half. So it's really big. And all you do is put coffee in it. And it drips coffee all day. So it takes like nine hours (laughs) to make two cups of coffee. And it's cold. So it's like pure iced coffee that never has to go back. Wow. And I had it for like $4. Was it a wise investment? No. Not very good? But I'd get one just for show. That's your style. Yeah. Yeah. Just to say. All flash. Yeah, style over substance for you. That's right. That's how Scott got into hardcore. Yeah. Embrace the fashion, not the passion. (laughs) Well, thank you, Joey. Good good quick hits. The the Grand Canyon I've been to a few times. Never done the hikes or the camp. Highly recommend. We overheard someone, like one of the rangers, giving a tour and she said something. We didn't. We were standing above her on a ledge, listening. So sure. it wasn't very clear. But the, it sounded, free, the free tour. Yeah, sounded like something she said. Something along the lines of that: only five percent of the people who go there actually. Oh yeah. Go hiking. Well, because not many pe- people people make that a destination, but you know they never think to like, hey, we're gonna stay there, or they're doing like a road trip. Yeah. You know, and it's like drive. We're gonna stay at a hotel or whatever. And a, a quick, quick hit it, quick hit to, uh, and a shout out to our boy Randy, the squirrel we made friends with. Uh, yeah, did you see any animals? Yeah, we saw snakes. No snakes. We saw a uh, bighorn sheep. Really? Lots of deer. Some elk with gigantic antlers. Squirrels, did, chipmunks. Did you camp by the river? No, we camped outside of the the canyon. How come? Because it was Fourth of July weekend, so mm-hmm. it sold out. Everything was sold out. Yeah, <laughs> you got to plan way in advance for that. Yeah. So I mean, it was like a <clears throat> quick drive. We just parked and. Here's my Grand Canyon story. I was a little kid, and we went to Arizona. And evidently, there's a train from wherever we were in Arizona, I don't know where, to the Grand Canyon. Saw that train. And it's like an old-fashioned train. It's kind of kitschy and whatever. On the way back from the Grand Canyon, they do a little stunt where there's guys dressed up like cowboys, and they rob the train. 100% been on that. As a 10-year-old, I had no idea this was fake. Terrifying. So this guy comes storming down the hall, and I, as a hero, stick my foot out and trip him. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. So you stopped the robbery. 
I stopped the robbery. That dude had to have been so pissed. And then he patted me on my head, and I was like, what? Yeah. I, I, I had no idea what was happening. This was a ruse? <laughs> it took me a little bit to figure it out. but And Scott, as a child, would say, this is a ruse. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's fu- I, I, I totally went on that as a kid, too. I obviously knew that we weren't living in the wild, wild west, and <laughs> we were getting robbed by 18th century gunmen, 19th century gunmen. But Scott, obviously, was just a superhero in the making. Yeah. Good job, Scott. Thank you. Favorite national park for me? Zion National Park. Go hiking there. Spectacular. I've, I would love to do a tour of all of the national parks. Maybe we could do that one year. Our, my next, or our next plan is to go to Yosemite and do Half Dome. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that Cl- is, climb, that is it, a, climb it, then hike down. Huh? Climb <laughs> it, then hike down. Nothing. Climb, what? People climb it. Yeah. No, Never climb been. as in like mountain climb. Like the the face of it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a mountain climber. I know. We'll cut that part out. <laughs> All right, my quick hit is this is an old novel or older. And when I say novel, I mean Jurassic book. Park. Yes, The Firm by John Grisham. <laughs> You've heard of it. I don't know. It got made into a movie, I think. No. They made a book after the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um this is the only reason that I bring it up is because it's getting made into a movie. I think at some point early next year, uh, World War Z by Max Brooks. That's on my bookshelf. Yes, waiting to be read. Oh, you honestly, you should just listen to the audiobook. As cheesy as that sounds, but Alan Alda is a voice he, on it. No, he he's because it's like like there's many characters. Yeah. All it is is basically the the concept of the book. The world has ended. The zombie apocalypse has occurred. People have survived, and they're telling their stories of how they've survived this apocalypse. And it, the, the apocalypse is over now, and like we've survived as a human race. Um, so there's just various stories through in there, and one of them is Alan Alda. Henry Rollins is also a voice, nice. which is pretty impressive. And I had no idea. I just download the audiobook because people were like, yeah, listen to the audiobook. Sounds cool. So if I know how much you like to listen to things as you're driving. It's true. So I would. I do enjoy listening to things as I drive. Who doesn't, Scott? Yeah. But yeah, the book is getting made into a movie. I think it's coming out next year at some point. Brad Pitt's in it. Yeah, he What's also owns the rights to it. I think too. Really? I don't know, but. But everyone seems kind of iffy because it's, it looks like it's going to be PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have much hope for it just because it's been so. I mean, the book came out in like two thousand four or something like that so it's been a long time in the making and the zombies aren't vampires so it won't be successful <laughs> well that's yeah it's obviously zombies are supposedly the next thing to take over did well they, it's, they already... it goes well it goes vampires werewolves now and then hopefully eventually zombies but who knows they may they it may be the pre-zombie phase <laughs> but hopefully the walking dead will usher that in so anyways good book you have you heard of it or read it scott you'd enjoy it i promise I mean, even though it is a work of fiction, you would appreciate the fact that there is a lot of historical relevance into it. So, thank you. You're welcome. All right, moving on to other what was the media roundup. That's what we'll call it because we all have uh, media roundup. <laughs> we've all uh, shared some notes in regards to what we're talking about, and uh, this way it won't just be like, "Hey, I like this record," and then the other person goes, "Cool, I haven't listened to it." Joey, you want to uh, start start things off with uh, some records you've been enjoying? Well, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, but I'll focus on to four records that I've been listening. Uh, okay, so the first record, as Scott brought up, is a band called Sundi- Sundials. Sundialis. Sundialis. <laughs> uh, Sundials from... From uh, Egypt. Yeah. Uh, that works on two levels now. Wait, which, hold on. What's the name of the record label? 
Oh, uh, I can't remember. I think I, how is it living without making mistakes? What's that like? It's pretty good, Scott. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One mistake upstairs. The f- <laughs> <laughs> no, that was intentional, Scott. So, so you say? I, I think your mistakes are littered across this country. It's true. <laughs> Scott, right. Scott has more kids than he knows what to do with. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. <laughs> Go ahead. She has listened uh, to podcasts. Are you okay? I, 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 I like that. Care. <laughs> I also like how Jen is now on every social uh, media platform possible. Well, Jen was anti iPhone for years. Oh, she, that's right. She just got an iPhone. She upgraded. Like, she became an adult. Like it was like an issue that I had an iPhone because the reception isn't as good. And <laughs> she we, li- she liked her Motorola Razor, right? Yeah, and she finally got one. Sundials. The record is called Never Settle. It came out on Toxic Pop Records. They're from Richmond, Virginia. Have you listened to them? Yes, I have. Do you like them? It's okay. It's okay. I, I, I mean, I the problem. I don't know. It's it, my mind always works in weird ways when I listen to a record for the first time. I need to immediately put it in a category, otherwise I have a tough time like revisiting it. And Here, then, here's where I put it. Please, this is a this is going to appeal to maybe five <laughs> of our listeners. They sound like Roy. Oh wow! And that was That's a band. It. Good call. They put out a record on Field by Ramen. They put out a couple EPs in another full length, but one came out on Field by Ramen that was incredible. And they never got any attention and no one ever cared. But I love that band. So when I heard this, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. It's just, you know, kind of quirky pop. Definitely Midwestern feel. Yeah, I mean, the, I guess the bands they always get compared to are Pavement and Arches of Loaf. Me having never really listened to either of those <laughs> bands, I. I'll take their word for it, but <laughs> Weaker Than's Roy is kind of what I got from it, and I I absolutely love this record. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I didn't. It like I said, it just I, I wasn't able to place it right away, so it wasn't like it, it fell into the back. I recommend of my giving it another chance. Okay, I loved it. You didn't listen to it. Yeah. That's okay because I didn't listen to a single one of your boring ass records that we're going to talk about. Um, this sets but that's up because I didn't get your list until. An hour An before hour, the show. Yeah. This I, got, all... I got your list 20 minutes before mine. <laughs> I actually sent my list last week, but Sorry, your I... guest failed. <laughs> you sent one record. Anyways, uh, next I've been listening to is the new Taking Back Sunday and self-titled. The first record back with the the Tell All Your Friends lineup, classic. Um, I think a lot of people were kind of expecting Tell All Your Friends Part 2, but that's, you know, unrealistic and probably would have sucked. But I actually really like this record. Did you listen to it? No, I've, I've given up on the band, to be honest. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I just, I've, I've continually lost interest and just nothing they... It's not like they were putting out bad records, but it's just like... I mean, Louder Now is just kind of like, okay. See, I really, I really like Louder Now. Didn't like New Again, but I really like this record. There's Some of it's kind of more like New Again, which kind of sucks, but then there's just... it. I think it's just it's a good 
a good record with this lineup. And I think people, I don't think it'll get the same amount of attention because people are expecting yeah. it'll get immediate attention, then people won't like it because they're expecting something else. But will you hum the single for me? I don't even know what the single is. <laughs> I heard it. I Can watched a video about the record you made. Was it them in Texas shooting it guns? It was in Texas, yeah. Yeah, because they, they all met in Texas and wrote the record. And the two guys hashed out the problems. They did. They had to, they had to bury that hatchet. Or else, the, or else this would never happen. Evidently, there were two guys that were dismissed from the band. They, yes. they quit. I, it's not her. I know. It was, Scott's just reporting. Just the facts, man. Old news, Scott. Old news. <laughs> Um, I'm, a hu- I'm a huge Higmix fan. Clearly, I know. <laughs> clearly, but I don't know. I just I was very impressed. Okay, I give them I give them credit for this record, and hopefully people pay attention. Yeah, I th- I definitely think they're at the tail end. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If they like, if they do another record, I'll be shocked. I could see them doing another record, but I'm imagining like I mean, New Again sold forty thousand records first <laughs> week. This one sold twenty seven thousand first week, and this is like. It's not looking too pretty. No, um, <laughs> they but, need they need to start their shirt companies now. <laughs> they need to start their shirt companies and management companies <laughs> if they want to uh, if they want to you know make in this world. But I would recommend checking out a song called "Best Places to Be a Mom." It's probably the most reminiscent of older Taking Back Sunday, but doesn't sound dated. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, next, the new set your goals called "Burning at Both Ends." Before I even say anything, I want to know what Ray just looks like. He's so excited to talk about this. It's I listened to the record once and like putting my personal opinion of the guys aside, like I mean I they fucking played my wedding show. Like I'm close to two of the members of the band. Um I just I was honestly like, what what is this? Like I re- I really didn't like the record at all. Really? Uh it to me I get where they're going in the sense that um I see the fact that they really needed to try something different, like more poppy, more polished, um, you know, whatever, however you like to, more mainstream, for lack of a better term. Because um, I definitely don't think it's mainstream in the sense that, like, you know, they're trying to sound like Paramore or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, there's just, yeah, there's just too much, uh, I don't know, like fluffiness. Like, it's just too, I, I guess a better word, maybe it's too cute for me. It is a very cute record. And I get why they're trying to do that, you know? Like, they really... They've done everything they could do within the world that they're in. Um, so, yeah, I just... Granted, I, like I said, I listened to the record once, and I just... I, I left going, oh, well, I don't know if I really want to listen to that again. So... I uh, I think I'm on the other end. Loved it. I know, Well, I wouldn't say loved it. I really liked it. Okay. I, I thought... I mean, the music was... Good. I mean, mm-hmm. the music didn't was anything amazing, but I think maybe for the first time, like they finally like the vocal patterns and they the harmonies that they were able to do. I think it's the first time they've ever been really successful at it, mm-hmm. and I think it's something they've been like trying to do. And I think they finally found their voice in that. No pun intended. Um, but you know, I also like there's only one like jokey song, yeah, as opposed to more than one. Sure. Um, I mean, there should be zero, but. You know, I I give them credit. I mean, I they seem to have a somewhat of a negative outlook on the future, and I hope they can fight through it. And Why do they have a negative outlook on the future? I don't. Twenty twelve. <laughs> Everyone's worried about twenty twelve. Yeah, I don't. Just all the interviews I read are just kind of like, if this isn't this isn't it, then where do we go from here? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. So you, you move on in life, you know. 
plenty of things to do. Well, that's what they're saying. Like, is re- they're not going to be Bruce Springsteen. It's got to come to an end at some point. Of course. Well, who knows? They could be. No, they're not going to be Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> well, I don't think they ever wanted to be Bruce Springsteen. Everyone maybe, wants to be Bruce Springsteen. Maybe Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem wants to be Bruce, yeah. Bruce Springsteen. But, uh, you know, I, I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to give it more of an appropriate listen, but just as of right now, I was kind of like... Ah, so many bands are doing obviously like the pop punky ish thing now, you know, whatever your title fights, Wonder Years, that type of stuff, like the new era of those bands. I just think they're executing it in a, a new and exciting fashion that, you know, whereas set your goals, they obviously needed to separate themselves. And I think that's what they're trying to yeah. do with this record. So, did you see the video? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No comment. I know. Yeah. But obviously, Joey and I still love them as individuals regardless. And that's, and that's actually, that's a good thing for I personally want to bring up because I, I know that people especially people in bands they always have a tough time separating themselves you know it's like if someone doesn't like the music that you put out they take a personal offense to it yeah and I've always found that I personally never maybe it was just my own personality the way I was raised or whatever I never found the distinction between those two it's like if someone didn't like Taken it's not like I like them any more or less like in all honesty I can 100% say that I mean, there's people uh, using a person like Javier as an example. Javier, shout out to Hav Hav Hav. Yeah, he 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 always vocally expressed the fact that he hated Taken. He hated what I said in between songs. He hated everything about what we did. But he was always nice to me in person, and he was always you know I mean he would say bad things about Taken online and whatever. I didn't care. That's that's his prerogative. But that's well, just Bobby that, Brown's too. It is. But that's just a, that's just a random example. But you know, I know there are people that Let's flip and turn it. Maybe didn't put enough into taken. Maybe I didn't. Maybe you didn't. No, maybe ma- if you put your heart and soul into a band. Oh, I did, Scott. Have you read is- my lyrics? The four guys around us will always be the guys with the equipment. Yeah, I don't think anybody can just pen that. <laughs> <laughs> but so I just I just always found that very interesting, and I wonder. I personally can't get a sense of. If the whatever the more modern crop of bands, not like Set Your Goals is like modern, but how people take that personally, like you know, I feel like a lot of people do. You don't see how you can take that personally. No, no, I see how certain people can, and that's totally fine and reasonable. Um, But I just I I wish people maybe didn't put as much of an importance. Like you, you are your own individual, regardless of what you do. Like you, you know, that's your opinion. A lot of people don't think that. A lot of people take their identity and what they do. No, I understand. And that's and ultimately, I think that could put you in a place where you will be very, I don't know, you, you can be very, it puts you in a pit of depression where it's like, I can't separate myself from this identity that I've created. Whether it's like, I am this person from this specific thing, and that's all you'll know me as, you know? No, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying. No, I know you're playing devil's advocate. So. I just want you to understand where these people are coming from. And I, I, I totally get it. I just, I. I'm just trying to preach. Yeah, Start I'm on my soapbox. Jeez, I've just I've just always step, found that. Step down. <laughs> oh, I can't I can't share my opinion, Scott. But you can play devil's advocate. It's my job. Yeah, that's true. What do you, do you think bands like still tie that up, Joey? Like yeah. within? Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. It's people, though, if your job was a writer and you spent eight years crafting the perfect American novel and it comes out and your wife hates it, you're going to be offended. Well, that's a whole different story. Like you're always oh, that different story. These members You're, have set your goals, spent a year writing a record. I'm not married to them. <laughs> like that, using a wife as an example is, I think, very extreme. Whereas, like, a person like Joey or I, 
who is friends with them. We've always been cool with them. We've hooked them up with stuff, whatever the case may be. We've been casual friends that they would look at this and be like, oh, well, clearly I don't like this person because they have this opinion on this musical creation I've done. It's like, well, fair enough. I see what you're saying, Scott. And I do understand the mentality behind it, but I don't like what Joey does all day. 6131 to me is a joke. (laughs) It doesn't pay its bills to me. We also don't do anything for me when I ask for it. Oh, oh. All right, before this, the, this is going to go into a rat hole that none of us need to go down. Oh. I love you, Scott. I'm just stopping this right now. Okay, moving on real quick. Yes. One last record that might, at this point, I can't say for sure, for certain. <laughs> Beating Manchester Orchestra? Might beat Manchester Orchestra as the best record of the year. Soon Dials? This is the new War Hungry LP wow. on Six Feet Under Records. Holy shit. I, I was able to uh, obtain a copy of it last night. I only listened to the first two songs, but... It's... I don't even know how to describe it. It didn't strike... The, the, the only thing that struck me as something that I didn't immediately enjoy were the vocals. Musically, it was awesome. Uh, I love the vocals. Yeah, it's just, I, I guess I'm not a fan of Echo. There's not Echo in the whole record. Okay. I think it was just... I think the first song had... Like, it's just used... Sparingly? sparingly. Okay. But... Uh, Here's I a mean, sample of it right here. It's, I mean, they come from the hardcore world, but I don't, I don't know if you can call this a hardcore record. Yeah, it's super metal. I would agree. It, it's just awesome. I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it. Or you should just go buy it. And Six feet under records. Yeah, pre-orders up currently. I'll run through my records real quick. Uh, the Wonder Years, Suburbia. I've given you all, and now I'm nothing. It's a very. I don't like that name. Wordy title. Uh yeah, I'm, I mean I'm not crazy about it, but feels like it should be a rock opera. It kind of is. I I really I personally love this record. I think what they're doing is definitely cool, inventive. It's granted a lot of people could look at it and be like that is so goddamn cheesy. Like, you know, the lyrics, the sort of snapshots of their hometown and like, you know, whatever. A lot of people could be rubbed the wrong way, but I just really like what they're doing within the pop punk genre now and i love that scott continually knocks things over within our studio that's what happens when you never learned how long your arms are <laughs> it's very true and your parents never let you play basketball seriously bums me criminal out. um yeah so i think the record will definitely be in my top 10 joey do you uh i know you never were a fan of the wonder years but it's, it's i think i'm kind of in the same boat with you and saves the day saves the day what what set your goals <laughs> Listen to it once and just kind of yeah push it aside. Sure, I'll probably come back to it, but I've never. I mean, they're a band I've never loved. Sure, um, well, I can understand their first record had a cover of Kool Aid having sex with Captain Crunch. That was literally the record cover, and I know Chris wasn't that excited about it at some point. I don't know how you could be, um, but you know, they're clearly doing something right, and yeah, they're popular. Uh, but you know, I'll come to it eventually and sure. give it a give it a real a real listen. And the vocalist has a nickname of Soupy, and that's funny. Uh, yeah, the next record is uh, Oathbreaker Maelstrom. Uh, I wasn't going to check this out at all in any way, shape, or form. I just always the band released like a self titled EP in like 2009, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. I mean, they're from Belgium, hardcore bands like. I already like Rise and Fall. I feel like there's only one spot in my musical collection for a hardcore band from Belgium. Have you ever been to Belgium? No, I've never been to Belgium. It's fantastic. No taxes. 
or limited taxes. You can go to Oregon. No taxation without you, representation. You can go to Oregon for that, well, too. I think there are taxes. No sales taxes. This is, this is just... Same thing as Oregon, too. Enthralling. Tell me more, Scott. There's no sales taxes in Oregon? Yeah. There isn't. Why wouldn't we buy all our stuff there? It's where, isn't that where Amazon is? Yeah. Well, you can also drive... Washington. Yeah, that's true. Why wouldn't you like buy a car in Oregon? You can. But you have to be a resident of Oregon. Oh, really? To, yeah, yeah. You can't just drive in from California. Actually, I don't, I'm not sure about that, like big ticket items. <laughs> well, no, because I mean, I've purchased like records there and I've got sales tax, mm. but that's obviously a different story than... It's pretty far drive to buy a car in Oregon from <laughs> Southern California. If you're going to buy a $30,000 car, you save a lot. And you probably have to get it registered within the state of Oregon too. So anyways. There you go, Ray. There you go. That's why they pay me the big bucks. What? Um, so yeah, I just never listened to the band. Deathwish put out this new record, and I listened to a stream of it, and it was like, holy shit, this is really good. Female vocalist. Um, it's just, it, it's pissed. It sounds like cursed and everything else that's down to and, and heavy and pissed. It's a little more metal, um, but yeah, I really like the record. Did you listen to it all, Joey? I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah. I plan on it. Um, I think it'd be up your alley. It sounds like something that would. Yeah. I just, for me, every year there needs to be one record that comes out that's like this, you know? That's like a just dirty, crusty, hardcore that's done by a band that obviously isn't, that didn't just come out six months ago, you know? It's yeah. like they've been doing it for a while. Did you did you ever listen to that Birds in a Row yeah. EP? The Not EP- the 7-inch, the 12-inch. Yeah, no, the 12-inch. After you told me that, I, I listened to it again. It's definitely awesome. Okay. I like it a lot better than the EP that I ordered. And I was like, well, it's okay. Okay. Because they might be that band for me this year. It's a very valid band to put that on. And I know Scott wouldn't have ever stumbled across this record if I didn't mention it. Oathbreaker. Didn't listen to it. Big fan. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Scott, how about your records? Uh, <clears throat> you want to talk about the one that Lily Allen put out first? Colts. Oh, really? That's on Lily Allen's record label. She signed them. Cool. She's not trying to cash in on the Brooklyn hipster thing at all. Um, I don't even know who they are, so apparently she knows more than I do. I thought they were around for a while. I don't know anything about them. They were just on RDO's top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all I listened to. Yeah. It was great. It's a good record. Next record. It's Handsome Furs. Holy shit, that was fast. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about it. I'm just saying. Scott just picks records that he streamed. These are records that I liked. (laughs) Uh, Handsome Furs, which is... um, Wolf Parade. Yep. And his wife. Yeah, I always liked Wolf Parade, and this is basically half of Wolf Parade, same thing. Awesome. I liked the I liked the first Hands and Furs record, but then I kind of just lost. Same with Wolf Parade, though. I liked the first record, and then just lost interest. I, I liked everything, and I continue to like this now. It's called the Sound Capital. I'm sure you can find it. So anyways. M- move on. Mo- moving on to other random stuff. That, uh, that's it? Yeah. Well, what's the other one called? The fucking A. <laughs> moving on. Gold, Gold Panda Companion. Great. A wealth of information, Scott. Jesus Christ. Always. Sorry I don't have intimate relationships with all these people that I can... I don't have relationships. Do I have a relationship with Lily Allen? <laughs> I wish I did. You probably could. Well, I mean, I wish I knew her, not like an intimate relationship. Like, Let's talk about comic books more. Uh, can I take my headphones off and just step outside? <laughs> you, no interest? I just... Not no interest. Actually, there's a comic book store by my new house. Yeah, what? You're making well, a mission I haven't been there. Well, I haven't been yet. I decided as a 31-year-old man, it's now time for me to get into comic books. Yeah. Um, Everybody Girlfriend ha- not excited. 
Well, so I feel like, I'm, but my plan is to walk in there and say, "Hello, I'm a 31 year old man who's never bought a comic book." No, no. Tell me where to start. Maybe. For for bet, just email Mike Manick. He will he'll guide you. But I think it'd be funny to walk into a comic book store. That would be funny because they would look at you like we would look at people if they walked into Bionic and said, "Hey, I'm a 31 year old man. I need to get into some music." And we'd <laughs> what, be like, "What kind what? of music do you like?" Music, dude. Everything. Yeah. Uh, my favorite band, Sublime. Okay, where do we begin? <laughs> Sublime with Rome. Yeah, I know. Yours New truly. You feel better, Roman. Well, speaking of comic books, you should get into The Walking Dead. I have the first. Do you buy like the books or like? The... I think I bought it from someone and it just sure. ended up staying with me. Let's talk about your iPad situation. I know that you had acquired an iPad. <laughs> What's there to talk about? It burned in a fire. I don't have an iPad anymore. And <laughs> He's waiting story. for the insurance. No insurance. It's pending. It's not like a overnight. Here you go. Here's your check. I just think you're missing out on a lot, and that can be your gateway to comic books. You don't have to fully commit. You can. Digitally acquire well, these comic books somehow, i.e., download. Can't I get them on my computer? You can, but that's would you like fun. to read them on your computer? That's fun. Like PDFs? That's. I don't even. I'd rather hold a comic book in my hand. Yeah. I don't like Kindles or things like that. Now, say you got a few comic books. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got you acquired maybe ten comic books and you fell in love with the medium. Nicole says. Nicole Joey's significant other says. You can have two collections. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be with someone who was limiting my collections. This is a hypo- hypothetical okay, situation. We'll, we'll, you'll get to control the uh, variables. Okay, we'll play hypothetical. It's my favorite game. And you're making me choose? Two two collections. Well, I would choose my records and my I know. movies. That's, That's an easy question. Yeah. Really? Okay. Like he would get into something. Like, I've been into this for a week. See you later, movies. I've been <laughs> collecting movies? since I was 15. Mo- I, the 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 format changes so often. Joey always stays ahead of the curve. All right, Seems he had laser discs like two years before they came out. <laughs> I was on Betamax because it's better quality than VHS. Did you ever commit to HD DVD? No, you never, I, I never waited. I waited for the uh, the war to settle. Yeah, okay. cool. Yeah, you got to be smart about the format change. You can't fully commit. Everyone knew that one of them wasn't going to last. But I just I finished the most recent volume of The Walking Dead, Volume Fourteen, and it, if this if the show follows it, not even like thematically, if they just follow the setting, the show's gonna be fucking unbelievable. I have a question for you, please. I recently heard, I don't know, probably on some podcast, that season one of The Walking Dead, a character didn't die who dies in the in the book that kind of. That person dying affects the story from there on out, but the fact that the person didn't die in the TV show, like how do they move forward? Mm. I don't know who they're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'd have to I because it's been a while since I've read the okay. first ones to like compare that to the first yeah season. So yeah, I don't know. Okay, but there's definitely like there are moments in the comic that are seriously like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you're doing that right now. <laughs> that's that's how you're gonna move the story along. Like it just it. The thing that strikes me about comics more than any other medium is the fact that they, I mean they just like they just take so much more risks as far as like eliminating characters or whatever. Yeah. It's like oh my like really? Just because they can obviously figure out a way to maybe run back in later or whatever. <laughs> obviously they live in a fantasy world, so it doesn't matter. But um, I guess TV and movies can do the same thing, but have a shorter medium to do it. It'd be cool to run a comic book label. Is that what they're called? Comic book imprint. Imprint. Well, come up with a story. Six and three, I'll put it out. Would you really? Whatever. 
I don't know. That applies to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what, Joey, you saw you saw a movie. I did. Did you like it? I don't think so. Okay, what was it? Uh, I saw Bad Teacher. It just wasn't very good. I just wanted to see did it for Justin Timberlake. It's not Bad Teacher. Where else would he have gone? I don't know. <laughs> um, Nicole wanted to see it. Okay. You know, sometimes you got to give and take. When I drag her to Harry Potter next week. Okay. Fair enough. But it just didn't really make a lot of sense. Okay. Justin Timberlake was pretty bad in it. The only redeeming quality was Jason Siegel, who was, I mean, he's always hilarious. He's pretty good. Uh, yeah, he was funny. Cameron Diaz just, I mean, people were like, she's so, like, raunchy in it. Like, who gives a shit? But, I overheard people talking at a subway saying she was quote unquote but ugly in this movie I don't think she's that attractive to begin with <laughs> but I wouldn't say she's but ugly the people, I know and the people of course that were saying it were like you're saying this about Cameron Diaz <laughs> they were like you can see her pores there's my voice again Scott God, I hate it <laughs> you don't want me to talk like that anymore no you want me to find a different voice no you Hi. want me to use my normal vo- <laughs> just Ray Ray voice hey what's up dude <laughs> Is that better? It's the same voice. No, it's not. That's just a little <laughs> slur. It's the same voice, but yawning. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's your it's your voice doing a voice. Okay, I'll see what I can work on, Scott. Uh, I need to work on my act a little. So bit. yeah, bad teacher, not really recommended. C minus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pa- or uh, rental? No. If it's on HBO, there you go. I guess. <laughs> you know, if there's nothing else on, don't like record it. Just if you're. Got it. Yeah. You uh you. You saw a documentary, right? I did. What did you? Uh, I saw it on Netflix. I don't think it's. I think it's like PBS thing. Um, Was it streaming? Instant streaming? Yeah. Good. And I read the book last year, which is called "The Lost City of Z" by a New Yorker writer, <laughs> um, and it follows him. It follows the story of a guy named Percy Fawcett, who in 1925, at the age of 56, went to the Amazon to search for a lost city. And he believed he had this weird like cult. He followed this weird cult, and they thought that there were spirits and people, and they lived in the Amazon. <laughs> he took his son. He had been there like three or four times looking for it, and he was part of the uh, Royal Explorer Foundation or whatever. Okay. So it was like back in the day, it was a big deal to be a part of that. Sure. And they financed it and stuff, and they trained people how to go. So he went with his son and his son's friend in 1925 to go on his last expedition to find this. And it was really secretive because everyone thought it was like an entire city of gold and they'd be able to capitalize on it. And he wrote real real detailed logs and he'd send these codes back to his wife that had his coordinates, but only his wife could decipher them. Ooh, nice. So it was kind of cool. And he disappears, basically. And the book ended with the author following the trail, his trail, and kind of with a bunch of different theories about how it could have disappeared. The movie that I saw was very similar, but I guess there's been some... Spoiler alert? No. (laughs) Well, he dies. But I just told you that. (laughs) Right. It goes into more theories that have come up. Like, evidently, his ring was found in the 70s, and his granddaughter just got it. And, like, his granddaughter's freaked out because she thinks that the ring... Is like cursed. Oh, I was about to say evil spirits are involved. Yeah, because she thinks that there's no way he would have traded it, so it had to be killed. Sure, or he had to be killed. Or did it? Did his finger come attached to it? No, <laughs> that would have been better. 
but yeah, check it out. Okay, what was the name of it? Uh, Lost in the Amazon: The Story of Colonel Fawcett. Sounds mystical. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Joey and I can talk about the next movie, which is a movie that I very much want to see, and I'll make a quick. It's called I Saw the Devil. It's on instant streaming on Netflix. There's really no reason if you have Netflix. There's no reason you shouldn't watch it. Um, it is. God, I mean, it's it's the ultimate revenge movie. Anybody that has ever watched any American revenge movie, like this, takes it up like six notches. Like, the violence is supposed to be insane, right? There, there's a lot of testicles that are being smashed by various items. Um, there, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, I I can handle a lot of stuff like death and gore. It doesn't bother me. It's never bothered me as a kid. I've grown up with it for whatever reason. I've always been interested in it. And this movie, there were times where it's like, oh, oh God! Like I had to like turn away for a moment because it was like that brutal. Um, so yeah, it's a Korean movie. Uh, this director has also done a bunch of other stuff, and I've watched. Two of his other movies, it doesn't compare to this one. Did, did, I don't, the Slash Film cast talked about this. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Is this the guy who, like, every single one of his movies kind of is a take on, like, a different genre? Genre, yeah. And he just, they're always just, like, to the extreme. Definitely. He did, like, a spaghetti western, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, it's just really, it's he's really out there. But um, this one is, like, the most, I guess, quote-unquote normal, even though it's, like, just so violent. Like, I know if Scott were to watch it, he could watch probably maybe about... 40% of the Ooh. movie. What are we yeah. talking about? What's it called? A movie called I Saw the Devil. I'll look it up. Um, yeah, it's got words in it, Scott, so you may not be interested in that. Uh, uh. And it's not binary code. It's actual. Uh, <laughs> I Saw the Devil? Yes. Give me a plot. Uh, I just, I did, so you were in the bathroom and we won't. You can re-listen to yeah. it. Yeah. You can not download our podcast like you already do. Um, so yeah, I, recommend, I highly recommend that to everybody. Is yes. it in English? Yeah, subtitles. That's why I meant by it. It's got words in it. <laughs> Welcome back. Follow, follow the changes, Scott. Um, what, why do you think you like these movies? Because uh, I've always been interested in gore and macabre stuff. Have you seen Old Boy? Yeah. Are you an only child? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm an only child. I didn't kill things as a kid, though. So I'm interesting. Not what it. Did Did you like Old Boy? I'm trying to steer the conversation away from Scott. I know. Thank uh, you. Old Boy. I did like Old Boy. It was. A, I, most, I mean, anytime any of these movies like bubble up to the American conscience, for lack of a better term, I'll yeah. it'll probably be good. Like Battle Royale, same thing. Where yeah. It's just like once it gets to the point of where people like in our circle, quote unquote, talk about it, or like, oh, this is a good foreign flick. It's like, okay, there's a reason yeah. we should watch it. Have you heard the the rumors that Spike Lee could be remaking Old Boy? Oh no, <laughs> that's the. What what Spike Lee? Spike Lee just needs to make money now at this point. Yeah, he's running out of money for his next season tickets. <laughs> he needs something. Um, you, wait, yeah, you, called manga. Yeah, anime. Anime. Do you follow that at all? No, I don't read from left to right, bottom to top. Okay, that's how it goes. And I I I, I don't drink very much boba tea. So, oh, and that's like boba tea is weird. You have a great boba place right here. Yeah. This little shout out to uh, T Station. T Station. It's sad that I know things before Scott. Again, I don't make mistakes, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the kid upstairs. <laughs> I don't understand why. Do you really feel like this is a mistake? In the sense of, I did not mean to have a child. 
I spoke to you about this. Do we it. actually made Scott will never remember this. this I'm I'm taking you to task. I I'm, I hope I'm making you uncomfortable. You're not. Okay, good. Scott Scott, a previous guest of ours, Roy Culver and myself, were eating at a Native Foods. Scott was predicting that I was going to have a kid before the age of 29. I said, "Fuck you! I'm not having a kid before I'm 29. I had a kid when I'm 30. I win." Wasn't this? I don't think you were there. No, but this was a long time ago. Long, dude, this is I remember hearing about this conversation. 2002. Yeah. I actually, I had in my Trio smartphone, I typed up a contract you and I signed it in front of them. This. In 2002, I was in high school. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's you were probably, even born. It was yet. Abacus days. Yeah, it was 2004. Sorry, 2005. I just threw out threw out dates. So, anyways, Scott, I remember that this was a very calculated plan. Well, there's something that Scott and I both have to talk about, and I'll I'll be on the periphery peripheral because I've watched one of the episodes, and there's only one person I know in the show. Let me go first because this conversation could take a while. Please, um, <clears throat> for all sports fans. Fans of chess, fans of life, life, fans of doping in all its forms. <laughs> I recommend watching the Tour de France for the next three weeks. <laughs> um, I watched one leg. It's amazing. It's cool. It's like three hours a day. It's perfect. I couldn't sit there and watch people ride a bike. And it doesn't sound like you can, but you can. I liked watching. They did a little uh, introduction on the etiquette where it's like how... How these bikers never crash into each other, and it was pretty pretty impressive. Because you can't ride, you should not ride with the wheels, um, like parallel to one, whatever. It was something where it's like, oh, you're not supposed to ride like this. No, horizontal, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Kinda. But in the sense of where it's like, if one person spills, fucking seven hundred people them. are gonna spill. Yeah. There's some etiquette where it's like. The way that they line themselves up and the way they pass each other, it has to be done a certain way. Otherwise, yeah, and on, it's just utter chaos. On TV, when you see it, it's like you know, it gets kind of repetitive, and you you're like, oh, it's probably as fast as I ride the bike, maybe a little faster. <laughs> but I've been to the Tour of California, and when they come by, it's like it's like a train. It's they're going insane. like 45 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, and they're and it's just like a wall of people. It's, it's cool. It's like biological how they move. I've heard rumors that people stab each other on the course too. Not a tour to France, but like more. I mean, they like shank each other. California penal system <laughs> in those races. Yeah, in well, the, yo, the what's Ray talking about? The races around the yard. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? They, they, they give they, them bikes, they're right? Tooth, they're toothbrush shivs. No, but there's been people that have like been disqualified. Like honestly, like people that have been riding next to one another, and like these are obviously people that have been immediately thrown out of whatever league that they're in. Mm-hmm. But they like kick people in the shins and like just do dirty shit to try to win <laughs> like under the radar obviously like they're, they don't want to get caught but so I'm going to give a shout out to Garmin Cervelo go that's who you want to win yeah he's not he's not United States though Scott that's a team but is that a United States team yeah oh my bad sorry cool <laughs> can uh, we talk about something exciting now <laughs> go ahead you're going to join me on this Scott yeah I'll, I'll say the first part no what's the first part the Oh, we're not doing it like that. <laughs> well, yes. I would like to recommend The Challenge Rivals on MTV. We're not rec- well, I would like to recommend it. I've talked about it countless times. Yes, you have. The fifth sport the, you the, referred the to. The fifth it. sport. You know, soon soon to become the fourth sport if there's a basketball lockout. Um, and NFL probably pass lockout. Up, well, the story, rumors about NFL lockout is going to end soon. Okay. Um, and too much money. Vegas, Vegas has way too much riding on that. Yeah, exactly. And it'll probably pass hockey just because it's better than hockey. 
but it's not American sport, anyways. I disagree. <laughs> the challenge on MTV every Wednesday night at ten o'clock is the best hour of television you will spend all summer long. It has everything you want and everything you need. Scott, who's gonna win? Throw out your favorites right now. You can go the classics. CT's team. I mean, you that's think, any he, any team CT's a part of. He could blow up. He's, he's kind of a wild card. But you you don't think CT and I mean <laughs> CT's got a bullseye on his back. He's anytime he loses, he's getting thrown into the uh, into the jungle as it's called. But his partner Adam is so submissive that I think that he's going to CT has the power of that team. So it's like one guy with a partner who's physically capable and mentally sort of, you know, just a pawn in CT's game. I think anybody that would be paired up with CT would be that no matter what. No matter how boisterous yeah. they would be. That's what, You know who I think is going to go further than most people would imagine? Is Leroy and Mike because of that reason. I, I'd have no problem with that. I, I love them. They're my favorite. We should talk about Adam. Fuck Adam. My okay, Adam is a character who was on the most recent real world show. Oh yeah. And he's a kid who Was that the gay porn star? No. no. Okay. It's Zito. What's up? Sorry. What's up, Zito? Um Adam is a kid who about two or three weeks in Oh, it's the nerd. Nope. No, that's my damn it. Two or three Sorry. weeks in it's revealed that he went to juvenile hall for assisting in a murder. Did, did the guy die? I think he did. Attempted like murder. A, a, he was there when a guy shot someone. Either way, um, this guy participating in a murder, being convicted, right. was a lesser offense than this other guy doing frat pad, which we all know is just a bunch of guys hanging out. <laughs> yeah, they shower together, but you know. It's a big deal. That's the gay porn you're talking about. Yeah. Call, okay. call, I don't call it porn. Yeah, I know. I call it a good, not, a good time. <laughs> we all know what Scott does in the evenings. Anyway, so this kid, um, halfway through real world, it's very clear that he has a severe alcohol problem and every night can't have a good time without like being unable to walk. Yeah. And breaking as many things as he possibly can. Right. So the night always ends with him going up to the room and just tearing stuff off the walls indiscriminately, breaking paintings. Well, he plays the it's not my house rule. He does kind of play the it's not my house rule, but he also plays the I don't know where I am. <laughs> yeah. Right. The next morning it's like, last night was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Anyway, he gets kicked off the real world like, Halfway through first episode. Oh no! Yeah, no, the yeah, real yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. So he he comes down to uh, Costa Rica. His, yeah, and his rival the, is Leroy because they hated each other on the real world. Yes, he comes down to Costa Rica, and episode one, the first night, he Joey can tell the story. Uh, well, there's a guy, a character on the show named Ty, who just his his role is to get under under people's skin, and just you know. He pokes and pokes and pokes. His because he's like, if I get punched, I get punched. But they're going home, and I think he called him guy or said something. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's not my name. That's not my name. And he kept saying it. This he came up and, and uh, Adam sucker punched him. Got sent home. It was good, impressive. It was a good punch. Yeah, episode. I, one. I, I watched the I watched the second episode, so I saw the recap. Yeah, episode one out. Yeah, why I not? I think that's a record. I don't know, but. So, you know, watching this guy the last 10 weeks on Real World and the first week on uh, The Challenge, I've become fascinated with this character. And I've, you know, I've seeked him out online. And he has a, a fashion brand. He was wearing the shirt on the... I know. The, would you be surprised at that? He was, he was wearing his own stuff on the reunion for The Real World. <laughs> 
that's not, uh, yeah. The, the, the like visual clash of what his the graphics on his shirt versus like his website is like it's so overwhelming. Like his <sighs> website looks like it's like Gucci, like sure. it's a high end couture. Like sure, someone gave him money and he hired someone to do it. Right, but his shirts are like. Dude, let's go into Word and see what kind of cool filters there are. It's probably <sighs> like it's probably like Lamar Odom's fashion brand. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> but no, okay, because you you guys will talk about this for like an hour, and we should probably stop that. But I just have I just have one more thing I have to fine. touch base with please with Scott about this, and then we can move on. <coughs> Scott, wait, we should talk about the least favorite character too. The remaining, I the, I don't know Jasmine. <laughs> She's kind of annoying. Wait, that was the best quote last week. Yeah, I I'm from that. I'm from Houston. We don't let this happen. Um, do you think that because uh, TJ's back and he had a, a near death experience? Oh, I'll never forget. Um, but he's back. <laughs> but every time they interview him or they he talks, it's waist up. Like they don't do like the far away shots. Like it, and his speech patterns are really weird. I don't think he's a hundred percent there. I don't think he's a hundred percent either. I think there's something he's going on. He's obviously committed to the fact he signed a contract to be on the show. Well, he is on the. You know the greatest show of all time. The name of his clothing. Wait, is it really the Adam Roy? Well, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's shirts that say like Adam. Yeah, there's a lot of Adam shirts. Oh, I know. That's what Bill Simmons was speaking about. That I would, you're, you're obviously appealing to a very specific kind of person. You have to be named Adam in order to enjoy the shirt brand. It, I I find it fascinating that you can go on an MTV reality show and make a career of just going to clubs on Friday and Saturday night. That one once. Once you were like 10 seasons into the real world, that's when people started to be able to actually make a career out of it. He has a shirt that says... Everybody has hopes and dreams, Scott. That can be yours. If she's not DTF, I'm kicking her out in five minutes. (laughs) Dude, that's referencing another reality show. Like, that shirt's so meta, it's unbelievable. Don't call me, I'll call you, because that would just be annoying. Holy (laughs) shit. Oh, that's spectacular. Okay, we can move on. The AdamRoyer.com. Check okay. it out. Good, good times. Pick, pick some stuff up. If you're, especially if your name's Adam. You have, no, <laughs> you have no excuse. And especially if your name's Adam Royer. Only $30 for a zip-up. That's not that bad. <laughs> that is not that bad. I hope he doesn't print these until he gets an order. They're a print-on-demand company. <laughs> yeah, I hope there isn't like a warehouse full of these shirts. He's been bankrolled by his uncle, so it's okay. Um we should interview. one thing oh yeah we should, Adam, we should anybody <laughs> anyone, anybody in those reality shows that are like on the lower level we could probably get yeah. or any of the vultures that hover around looking like giving them money to make t-shirts we'd love to talk to you well, sure yeah that's totally reasonable. very interested in the returns there's only one last thing I want to talk about do you guys watch Louie I, do. I don't because I missed season one and I don't want to watch it yet until I wa- I just want to watch it all from the beginning fair enough and I hate myself for not watching it because I love Louis C.K. Yeah. I'm going to have a controversial opinion on this. Did you watch the first two episodes of the second season, Scott? I watched the first one. Oh, my God. That was incredible. <sighs> not that impressed, everyone. Have you ever flipped off your child, Scott? That was funny, but the whole <laughs> the whole thing was she had to fart. I know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, people, I just I I love the show. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Joey, you'd love it. I would. I know I would. Yeah, I, yeah. You'll get around to it. Yeah, sooner than later. And you, here we are with Scott's Nerd Minute. You have one minute, Scott. Okay. Hold on. Let me actually get a timer going. As we all know, wait, as, Scott. You don't it hasn't started yet. It hasn't started yet. Um, ready? Go. As we all know, Xcode three was 
was one component of a suite of applications to build your Mac software. Sure. Xcode 4 has gone a completely different direction and put it all together in one unified screen. Why this is good is because you don't have to go to all these other applications to do certain things. Why it's bad is because it's all in one place and it feels kind of thrown together. It's really buggy. But I've downloaded it and I'm trying to move over there. What's your opinion on Final Cut Pro? Uh, it's a debacle. It's a debacle. I don't know. I don't do anything with video, but I'm sure it's kind of cool to play with. Um, You've got 20 seconds left, Scott, if okay. you want to talk about anything um, else. For my regular text editor, I've been using, I've been going back and forth between MacVim and TextMate. There's a new kit on the block called Sublime Text 2. I already like it. Yep. It has all the cool parts of MacVim. How much time do I have left? So Just you're waiting. <laughs> you're, you're done. But it, there's just so much setup time I can't commit. Uh, and there we go with Scott's Nerd Minute. <laughs> Spectacular. Well, that, that that will now, I think, wrap this episode up. Next week, look forward to the debate about whether CoffeeScript is an improvement on JavaScript. I am willing to wager money that if well, he won't write this down and we won't talk about this next episode. <laughs> I'm just previewing that. Will there be a next episode? Probably not for you. <laughs> Joey, let's, so, let's rename our show. <laughs> First World Problems without Scott. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>